up, you guys? Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show, episode 43. Do you know that we have almost done two full years of this show, every single week, showing up, and that when I first started this show, I was pretty sure that I wasn't gonna have enough to say. <laughs> well, most weeks I end up having to shut myself up so that I don't overtalk the 30 minutes, so how does it get better than that? I cannot see your names. Oh, I see a name. Hi, Aisha Ghoul. Hi. Hi, Vicki. Um, so, 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 I called this week's show, What If You Were In The Business Of Business? <laughs> Which could go any direction, really. Hi, Dominique. Hi, Yvonne. But it is, uh, hi, Claire Chadburn. It is uh, business time over at Crystal Crawford CF. We are about to launch about four different business programs ranging from the $15 challenge to the $2,000 a month VIP coaching with me um, and some stuff in between. And so I wanted to I wanted to kick off this month that starts in the middle of the month uh, with a conversation about business. And actually, I think the conversation is going to be a bit more about success. Because this is something that I know I've been talking about. Hi, Brianna. Hi, Aurelia. I know I've been talking about this in like all my classes, but I, you know, it's in my system. And um, so I was, I was doing some research in the reference materials today about success. Because I, you know, it's interesting to, it's just interesting for me to be alive and witness people and witness myself. Because <laughs> I have this one friend in particular who is this brilliant, brilliant business mind and is currently really just sitting around and watching Netflix and um, not doing anything with their capacity. And I see this a lot. I actually see this with myself a lot too, where, you know, I could be creating this or choosing that or working on this or, you know, expanding this, but instead what I choose is something else. And so what does it take to be in the business of business? What does it take to actually succeed in business? What is it, what is it, right? It doesn't matter what your business is. Are you choosing success with it or are you choosing to just sort of putter? And, um, uh, and where do I wanna start with this today? So I got one of you that was brave enough to send me in a question. If any of you guys have questions about your business, about success, about what stops you, about where you're at, I'm happy to talk about it. So go ahead and throw it in the comments. Hi, Marion. Hi, Dialina. Um, but this is... Okay, so I want to start this episode by this thing that I got from the reference materials by Gary Douglas, which is fill in the blank in this sentence. Okay, ready? This is the, this is the thing. How would you complete this sentence? If I were to succeed, I would have to... Fill in the blank. If I were to succeed, I would have to fill in the blank. Okay? I love that because what it has you start to look at is what if I wasn't just trying to prevent failure? What if I was in the creation of success? And um, question from Amina, am I choosing mediocrity? Well, I don't know. Are you? <laughs> um, are you choosing mediocrity? Is it fun for you? I mean, how many of, how many of us choose mediocrity as if that's enough for us? Okay, so thing number one. Thing number two, how many of us keep striving towards a success that we're really, really, really not clear on? Like what success even is for us? There's been a, there's been a couple things going on in my world over the past 24, 48 hours in, in regards to business and in regards to success and in regards to the creation of my life, which none of which are separate, by the way. Um, 
And the one thing that's really changing, and today I walked around the house going, you know what, I am, I am happy with what I've created so far. I'm really, really happy with the life that I have. And Gary Douglas talks all the time how success is, if you've changed one person's life, you're a success. And today I read that again and I was like, wow, that really actually matches the energy of what it is I was walking around the house with today because, okay, I succeeded, now what? I mean, all of you could look in your worlds and go, truth, have I changed one person's life? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, great. I've succeeded. Now what? Right? Now, what would I like to create? And there has been so much in my business in the last six to eight months that you guys are probably on the receiving end of that is me choosing to just be out there even more, expand the base even more, get even more visible, like make the tools even more that much, that much more available. And there's a big demand in my world for these tools and for the, this stuff to get out there in a bigger way. So there's stuff that's required of me if that's the thing that I want to create. Now, why would I create that? Just because I want to. Just because I think it's thrilling when somebody finds a video of mine and their whole life changes. Um, Sherry Lee Wojcik is in Vancouver. She actually plays with me in my business a little bit now, but she found the Access Consciousness tools through a video I did. I actually have a lot of people that are finding the Access Consciousness tools through the videos I do. That is so exciting. Like that is like, that is better, that's better than sex. <laughs> Sorry, I saw a comment. I am, I am creating, getting success, changing lives of people a lot and finances are not following. It seems like I am offering myself pro bono. Yeah. So what I would say to that, you guys, is are you willing to, as much as you're willing to help people, are you willing to also, it's really this. I had a lady that put a comment in a thread this morning and she was like, I'm pulling in the energy of all of these bills. She's got all these big bills coming in, but I'm not also pulling in the energy of a lot of money. And I said, well, are you willing to be the source the, the source of creation for bills as well as you're willing to be the source of creation for money. And there's so many different facets to this conversation, but there's also like the, are you willing to be um, the source of creation for money for just now? Or are you willing to be the source of creation for now and in the future? You know, if, if what was valuable to you was not just the change, but including money in your world, what would you change? If you were gonna be successful with money, that, that sentence, if I were to succeed with money, I would have to change fill in the blank. Oh, that's such a good question. If I were to be successful with money, I would have to change fill in the blank. If I were to succeed with money, I would have to change fill in the blank. If I were to succeed with this business, I would have to change fill in the blank. If I were to succeed in this relationship, I would have to change fill in the blank. If I were to say, I mean, ah, you can take that one question and transform everything, right? So what would change in your world if if what you were creating wasn't uh, wasn't something you were ever really willing to give up on. Okay, there was so much, as I was reading in the reference materials about success, there was so much there about how we create and we generate and we create and regenerate and we quit right before the moment where we're gonna have success with something. And this is the thing that's changed in my world dynamically is I'm no longer quitting. I get that there's gonna be cycles and seasons and things are gonna ebb and things are gonna flow and, and like the earth and like nature and like farming, you know, there's gonna be the planting time and then the, the growing time and then there's gonna be the harvest time and then there's gonna be the dying time and then there's gonna be the plowing and the furrowing time and then there's gonna be, like, I get it, I get it now. Okay, cool. And right before something's about to 
pop open into more than you've ever received before, it's gonna feel like nothing, right? Right before the moment the plants pop through the ground with the, with the farming or the growing things, I used to have a garden when my dad was around way back, right before the moment when the seed popped out of the ground, you feel like you've watered it and the sun has been out and you've watered it and the sun has been out and you've weeded around the dirt and you know there's seeds in there somewhere and right before you dig it up just to make sure that it's growing, that next morning there's a little bloop, pops out of the ground, right, right before, every single time. Um, it will also be, I'll do the same thing with like right before somebody's about to call me, I will check my phone, right? It's that moment right before it does its thing when you are tempted to like, are you sure you're okay? Or are you, I mean, are you still in there, right? So the, the key to actualizing anything, actualizing business, whatever, is never give up, never give in, never quit. Now, are you, are you in the business of never giving up? Or are you in the business of proving that this you were gonna fail anyway, because you can use you can use anything for anything, right? You can use your business to prove that you're a failure. You can use your business to prove that you can't create money. You can use your business to prove that you can't do this, and somebody else probably could do it better. Or you can literally just go choose it and go, okay, I don't care what it takes or what I have to do or be or have or create or generate. I'm never giving up on this. And why? Because I wanna. Because I can because consciousness includes everything and judges nothing, and this is really, really fun for me. So, there's some things to, uh, there's so much I wanna to talk to you about today. <laughs> this is why we're doing a whole month of business stuff, because I'm about to start so many different things. But, um, okay, where do I wanna go with this? Here's where I wanna go with this. I'm about to launch a five-day challenge that's gonna be the it's going to be a five-day challenge to incite, invite, and instigate you into institution, all right? Because one of the things that I see more than anything else in the business and all the coaching that I do and all the sessions that I do is that, is that we get people let themselves be stopped at certain points in the process. So you get a great idea. The idea phase is super fun. You get a great idea. It's super fun, it's super enlivening, you're super orgasmic, you start to like write it down or do to name it or you know tell your friend about it or whatever. A couple things occur at that point, right? You've either finished it already in your head or you got all the energy out and you were really excited about it but it didn't really stick and that was all that thing required and then it goes away. Or you really, really like it and it's so significant that you don't take any action on it because you get stuck on taking the right action. And I would say if I had a mission on the planet, it would be to like do it wrong, do it badly, do it anyway, everybody on the planet, no matter what it was. Because I can't tell you how little I knew when I started this business that you're participating in right now. Nothing, I knew nothing. <laughs> I literally hadn't even been on Facebook looking at online entrepreneurs, like I knew nothing. All I knew is that I had some certified facilitator friends that had, um, Yes, you get stuck with the right action part. That's exactly why I'm doing the challenge. Because the challenge is to take action whether you know the right action or not. Which sounds crossed. Like, how can you take action if you don't know the right one? You literally just choose something and that creates awareness. So, what? Keep your eyes out for the challenge, Lila. But, where is I going with that? Um, hmm, oh, do it wrong, do it badly, do it anyway. So when I first started, like, uh, all I knew is that I had some friends that did some things that I'd sort of seen. I knew that I wanted freedom to travel and I knew that that meant 
that if I use the internet, I could travel because there was internet lots of places in the world. And that was all. <laughs> so I hired a coach because I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do. And this guy was really um, sort of traditional coach model thing. But the gift of that was he gave me very specific homework. So he's like, you're going to create one call with a name and a graphic. You're going to do this thing for it. You're going to do a video for it. You're going to put it out. And then after that, you're going to have these sessions and you're going to sell coaching. He mapped it out for me. And I was like, I was so grateful for the map because I'm like, I didn't know where to even. So I followed the map. So I did the thing. I created the call. I did the thing. <laughs> I think I got like 150 people on my first call, which is crazy successful for a first call, free call. And then I had I sent them a link and they booked their thing. And I had 40 sessions with those people. And I booked one coaching package out of that. Now, I did the sessions wrong. That's not how you were supposed to do them. I like facilitated through the whole session. It was supposed to be like a strategy session. I'm like, no, no, you can have free facilitation. But at the end of the day, it, it still worked. And I got tons and tons of awareness. Now I will tell you that after that first project, um, I stopped. <laughs> I started working for somebody else because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I need more information. So that was a huge gift because I did get more information and I got to see how some other people did it. And I'd say when you're first starting anything, like when you're first starting painting or when you're first starting music, um, the thing that you do is you start to learn other people's stuff, right? Like in music, you start to learn um, all the classical pieces or you learn blues or you learn jazz standards. You start to learn everybody else's stuff depending on the genre you start to play. And same with language, you learn a basic set of language or you learn your parents' language or whatever. Same with painting, you start learning from the masters. But then after you have accumulated a fluidity or a fluency with those things, then you start to branch out and start to extrapolate from there your own stuff because in there you have your own voice. And so the, the five day challenge that's about to drop is basically me going, hey, here, here's a blueprint. Follow this, set this up, choose this so that you can get some awareness about some things. And then after that, then let's dive into like how that looks in your world. Let's go into the actualization of how that can show up for you. So that's just the beginning stages. But my question of are you in the business of being in business is really a question of like, how committed are you to what it is you're creating in the world? How committed are you to, to you? Because nothing you choose is right or wrong. Like you, did you take an actual coaching course or a class? I hired a coach, one-on-one -on -one coach, even more expensive. Um, and then I took a few classes and then I hired another coach. And after that, I would say after those few things, then I was like, I actually know everybody that I tried to hire, I knew more than they did. So I was like, well, it's time for me to do this on my own because I'm actually really good at this. And so now I coach other people. Um, where is I going with that? Are you in the business of being in business? So this question comes out of like the awareness of like, if, if I spent a lot of years when I first started, like a couple years being in and out of creation, basically just creating just enough to get to the next class or just enough to pay the next rent or just enough to just enough, just enough, just enough. And so it generated some business for me because I was using my business to do that. But it wasn't the sense of 
I'm creating a thing and I'm not going to give up on this thing and I'm going to keep nurturing this thing and contributing and receiving from this thing and letting this thing take on a life of its own. It wasn't that. It was, I'm going to use and abuse this thing so it can get me where I want to go. And in the process, I ended up creating more consciousness, which was amazing and miraculous. But it wasn't this internal choice of like, I'm not giving up on this until recently, probably in the last year or two, where I'm like, this business is going to thrive. It wants to be. So what can I do or be every single day to work on it? And um, this has just been really contrasted lately with a couple of people that I know that I'm really close to that are super capable that are like, you know, flailing around trying to find the right choice and so doing nothing. And I realized the gift of just, I just realized the gift of just choosing. Like you, you may have just like a general sense of what it is you want to create. You may have a specific sense of what it is you want to create. You may have the energy of what you want to create. It, you, the, the place to start is anywhere you can start. But the, but the other thing is like, if I were truly committed to me, what would I choose here? At this point in my life, you know, I, this, you know, the business that you guys are playing in with the, these access consciousness tools is, I mean, it's always been this, but it's just a choice now. Like it's something I can continue to choose to do, or I could continue and choose and do something else, or I could continue and, and I could add things. I can do anything that I actually want to do. So if you don't acknowledge that you're doing the thing you really want to do, you're not going to get the benefit of it. And today I was like, I love doing what I'm doing. I love spending the time that I spend in the house. I love spending the time that I spend on the computer. I love spending the time in front of the video camera that I do where I get to connect with you guys. Like, I love that. So that's kind of wayward tip number 32 is like, have you acknowledged how much you love the way you're spending your time? and how, how much you love what you're creating. And if you were functioning from a different question, would it change it? One of the things that started to really change the energy of my business, the ease with which it was to create it, was if I were creating this as a multi-million dollar business that was gonna be around in 50 years, what would I change, what would I choose? If you were creating your live classes as events, instead of, well, I'm just putting on a little dinky class, what would change? Once you start to expand the space that you're creating from, everything gets greater a lot faster. And then you become, you then can choose to be in the business of, <laughs> of being in business. Like what, what is the, you know, are you doing business to try to get a fixed result? Are you doing business to try to prove you're successful? Are you doing business because you don't want to work for anybody else? What right now is the purpose of your business? I love that, Sandy, thank you so much. And then what could it be? Vivi, how about the things it takes for you to do the things you love that you don't like? How can you shift that? Well, there's a lot of things in business that are not that sexy. Like, like for example, I really, I think I like bookkeeping more than I've let myself know, but I definitely procrastinate it. So I don't love it. And I definitely don't love accounting. So. But it's required. And the, the benefit that I get from bookkeeping is that I get to look at the numbers and then I get to make changes and I get to let them inform me and contribute to me. And then I can enhance and add to areas of my business or, or go, hey, what needs to change here? Like it actually invites me to more question. So I really like that. So with the things that you don't love to do, it's just the question I've been asking myself is if I didn't have, if I wasn't avoiding this, would it create something more? 
I've been asking this with a lot of things lately because it's really, really easy for all of us to function from preference. And when you're functioning from preference, you're not functioning from awareness. So I have a preference to not do my books. I don't like doing my books, it's not fun for me. But that preference is, is choosing not to do my books, creating more, yes or no, no. So then I get to look at my world and go, well, am I willing to create more for myself? It invites me to a different question and a different choice, right? Am I willing to create more for myself? And you know what, that question relates to all the things if I build this landing page, will it create more, yes or no? No, okay, fuck it, let's not do that. If I build this page, will it create more, yes or no? Yes, okay, done. If I travel here and do this class, will it create more, yes or no? Yes, okay, good, booking my ticket. If I um, choose to get my, my receipts organized, will that create more, yes or no? Yes, okay, good. Some of this stuff, you can't pock and pod yourself out of choosing. You've gotta to start to ask yourself a question like that, notice where you're unwilling, to create something greater for yourself, and then go, well, if I was willing to create something greater, what would that be like? Okay, we are entrained and trained to just not fail. We're not entrained and trained to succeed. We're trained to not fail. We're trained to avoid losing. And so everything in our lives has become about not losing. Like if you don't go out with that guy because you'll lose your reputation or you know, don't show up on video like that because you'll lose people's good opinion of you or don't say that because you'll lose blah, blah, blah. Right, what if business wasn't about not losing anymore? What if it was about the full out, full throated adventure of living? If you were willing to engage on the full throated adventure of living, on the, the, the givingness that life can actually be, the aliveness that life can actually be, the aliveness of the earth, manifested in the business that you're creating, what would that be like? So what are you doing right now? Are you managing survival? Or are you creating success? Are you trying to find the problems so that you can fix them, so that you can find where what's right about you? Is that even the way there? Or are you actually choosing to succeed at something just because you wanna succeed at it and success looks like this for you? Um, I'm going back and reading this. So, oh, Vicky's taking notes. I love this. Pilar, I want to generate big flows of money to hire a coach and a publicist. I'd love to be more divided in my, devoted? It says divided, but divided in my class delivering and facilitation. Yeah, well, and you guys, when it comes to adding a class or a coach to your life, you can't wait till you have the money because you'll never do it. You've actually just got to choose it. So like my coaching one-on-one -on -one with me is 2000 a month and it's low compared to a lot of other coaches that, I, <laughs> that I've been talking to lately. But the coach that I hired for three months was $5,000 a month and I wasn't even making $5,000 a month when I, when I hired her. But what I did was I looked at the energy of what she was going to add to my life and I said, if I hire her, will everything get greater, yes or no? Yes. Okay, fine, what can I be or do to have her right away? And so I, I got to work getting creative with getting her the money. And literally hiring her, I six times to my income in two months because I had such a big demand in my world of myself. Now, did I need to hire her to have that demand of myself? Well, you could go yes and no, because clearly I was able to make that demand, but I needed some sort of catalyst to do that. 
And so a lot of these things that you choose for yourself to create and generate success in your world aren't necessarily for the end result they're gonna create. They're for the energy that it adds to you that empower you to be the source of creation that you already are. And you may also need some information. Like I have a, a, a person I'm working with right now who's an incredible facilitator and all around the world and doing things. But systems-wise, she's just sort of struggling and all over the place. And she'd also like more people in her classes. And there's all these different bits that I'm really good at that I'm able to contribute to her, plus the energy that I am in her world where her business is going boom, that, that creates something greater. And that's just true of anything you add to your life. So if you know that you're not in the business of succeeding right now or the business of business, well, what would you have to choose or add to your life that, that would create and generate that for you? I've spent a lot of my life trying to do things by myself and you know that shows up still in all these different ways but um, I'll read that in a second Aurelia I'm really getting like how much easier life is when you add people <laughs> and not just any people some people are assholes and they don't add that creative generative energy but there are people out there that do and everything gets greater and faster and, and simpler and sometimes more it just more interesting. And so you can ask, what would it take to add more interesting people to my life that can contribute to help to support me and what could that look like? And what could I choose that would create and generate that right away? Um, that's what I tell the people that I do discovery sessions with all the time, but they don't get it. What can I do or be different? Well, you're never trying to make people that don't get it to get it. Because there's, I am like, you know, it's like uh, dating or relationships. Like, I'm not the right woman for everybody to date. In fact, I'm probably the right woman for like three people on the planet to actually date. <laughs> and same and vice versa for anybody else on the dating scene, right? Like, actually, uh, I was reading something the other day. He's like, yeah, I'm not right for everybody, but I'm right for someone. And I was like, yeah, exactly. But the same goes for you as a coach, or you as a bars facilitator, or you as a facilitator, whatever, whatever business it is that you're creating, you're not the right person for everybody. It's just that there's 7.2 billion people on the planet, and so you're right for some people. Are you willing to know that? Are you willing to never give up, never give in, and never, like, never quit on knowing that there are people out there that want to work with you? That's the only thing required of you, is to never give up on you. But what we'll do is instead of that, we won't get the desired result we want on a discovery session or on a thing, and then we go into judgment of ourselves and then we try to figure out why we're fucked up because we expect and project that we're gonna get that specific result. Your business is not about getting specific results. It's about creating what it is you're creating on the planet, and that's the thing to never give up on. That's the thing. If you never give up on that, you will succeed. That's it. That's all it takes to succeed is never give in and never give up and never quit. But how many of you have made quitting more vital, more valuable and more real than the choice to continue creating? Everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, online, shorts, boys and guns. I mean, failure is nice and intense. It's nice and dramatic. Um, and? What if you could substantiate success? What if you could substantiate being the creator instead of the problem solver? What would that be like? 
that's the thing that's really struck me this week. I don't, I don't remember what I was reading. I'm, I'm into so many things, but I was reading something about uh, being the creator versus being the problem solver. And I realized that there's still so much, you know, programming and entrainment in my world to trying to find what's wrong about me rather than always looking what's right about me. I'm still entrained in so many ways to go looking for what's wrong with me as if that's going to get me somewhere, as if that's going to expand my business, as if that's going to make things greater. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but everywhere you, every time you go into looking for what's wrong with you, you get more contracted and more fucked up and more like, you know, more like this and more into the judgment of you. Well, that's because that's what you're looking for is the judgment of you. But when you go looking for success, what is success for me? When you go looking for what would it take to make this work? When you go looking for, I'm never giving up, never giving in, never giving up on this, you find it. So what are you in the business of? Are you in the business of looking for why you're fucked up that something's not growing? Are you in the business of looking for how you can succeed at this and what it would take? And if you knew not this, what could you choose? What else is possible that I have never considered is probably one of the most underused, unused, badly used tools in access consciousness. What else is possible that I haven't considered? What is right about this that I'm not getting and if I was never gonna give up on this, what would I choose? So, I think that's it for today. I'm looking at the time and I'm like, I think I just hit 30 minutes, that's brilliant. So anyway, so if this was a gift to you, of course, please share this with people so they can have it too. And um, keep your eyes out because we've got lots and lots and lots of different ways of playing. And I would just look at your business and go, hey, is there anything I can add to you that would make you greater today? And then start searching for what it is you could add. It may be something I offer, it may be something somebody else offers, it may be a class, it may be a book, it may be a person, it may be a team. What can I add to you that would make you greater today? All right? I adore you. I'll see you next week.